Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Phase zero immediate reaction episode number six starts right now. We've been teasing this one. We didn't really want to spoil it for you that we were getting an echo trailer today, but it's out there now. We've watched it and we're going to talk all about it. I'm Brandon Davis, joined this morning by Jenna Anderson. Hey, everybody. Holy moly. We have a lot to talk about today. I am so excited. Ooh, we got Jamie Girac. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. We sure do. Hi. We got Aaron Breen. And y'all thought the four-letter words in these shows were adults. Let's go, BD. <laughs> I'm telling you, we got to talk about this Echo trailer. We're going to do just that. It finally dropped. Thank you so much for joining us for the Loki episode last night. That was our most watched episode of Phase Zero without a special guest in I don't know how long. We're on our way to the biggest week of the year, and it's not even going to be close. This episode is about... Muted, BD. You're muted. Oh, no. <laughs> You know what? He said too much. That's why. Yes, he did. Kevin was like, no more. (laughs) Kevin was pulling the strings. But as he was saying, we have a big week in store for the show, and it is just so exciting. Um, Jamie, I know you kind of got to get the inside scoop on the Echo trailer. So kind of, I guess, just to start things off, explain that experience. Oh, gosh. It was, like, really awesome. So I went to a trailer event a little while back, and uh, Sydney Freeland, who is the uh, executive producer and director of the show, talked so much about it. We got to see the the trailer that everybody just watched. So I have... It's been hard to keep my mouth shut on this one. I'm going to be honest. Uh, It's been tough. But we also watched three scenes from the show. And sometimes when, you know, when, when we see scenes, we're like, we go and we describe it beat for beat and they told us not to do that. They want, they're like, just tell us the, just share the tone. So I have to be a little careful. <laughs> um, but it's, it's really interesting because, you know, coming off of Hawkeye, this show is not, doesn't look like Hawkeye. It looks like it's from the Defenderverse. It is straight out of the Defenderverse. It is the first Disney plus Marvel show that's rated TVMA. That's pretty cool. And it's coming simultaneously to Hulu. Which is crazy. I I love that approach. I was not prepared for that at all. Any of it, like the TVMA, the dual release on Hulu. I think that that is just such a smart strategy. And we, we're seeing them do the Hulu thing already. Like Werewolf by Night has been on Hulu over spoopy season. So I think this is really smart. And it's just crazy to tell, like, to be in a world where we have a TVMA Disney Plus show and that Echo is the first one. I'm glad that it ended up being Echo because this has me monumentally more excited for the show. Before we get into talking about the trailer itself, I want to go back because we all had this show ranked differently. And I remember I did not have it ranked highly on my anticipation rankings. Uh, I will say, I know, listen, Aaron's got the, the big old ear in the camera. Strictly based on it being TVMA, that ups my anticipation of this one. Also the featuring of Kingpin, the blink and you miss a daredevil moment, which we'll talk about. We'll, we'll try to pause the, the trailer for uh, to take a look at in this episode. All these things considered have me excited for this. Uh, this does look like it's going to make Echo's story real time. Oh, 
He's out of it. Oh, no. It won't let him be great. No, it's it great. won't. I, but I, I do agree with BD. I think I'm so glad that this trailer came out before we're going to do our rankings episode for next year because now this show is really, really going to be high on my rankings, like easily. Um, but yeah, Aaron, we haven't heard what you think about the trailer and all of these announcements. Um, I was surprised to like sort of see it all in motion. And I keep telling people, so will y'all believe me now when I say y'all shouldn't judge things before y'all see them? Can I just say... <laughs> How many people, uh, it's like there was one fan that listens to our show all the time who's native, me, maybe Damon, and somebody else were like, yo, this show's going to be really, really interesting to see. And now that it looks like it's a Defenders verse show, now everybody wants to wants to be out, be around. What, what's going on? Well, how, am I supposed <laughs> to, how am I supposed to put it in my rankings if, I, if all I have to base it on is well, like a... We put Morbius not at the bottom last week, last year. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> me and you. There. We were there. Together, BD. Listen, uh, but I'll say this: yes, the the based on the rankings, where I put this in my rankings, the trailer has single handedly raised it in my rankings. And I think when we look back at this year, even though this is coming out on January tenth, uh, it's going to rank higher than it was ranked on my anticipation in terms of quality rankings. I couldn't even begin to remember or guess where it was in my ranking. I just like, know it wasn't high for me. I I, uh, I, I feel like it wasn't that low i don't know i feel like i was excited but i i'm definitely more excited now i'll, I'll be honest for yeah all right let's let's pull up the trailer let's all go around share our reactions to it aaron you're at the top of the screen what what did you think of the uh the echo trailer this morning well i mean the thing i have not seen it until the rest of you so like during the countdown it was just going back to it again trying to like grasp all of it but as a non-Defenders verse viewer, right, like only very sporadically, I've seen Daredevil, I've seen parts of The Punisher, uh, mostly Ariel watching it. So shout out to her for like forcing me. Um, it, it it really does feel like what people, you've been asking for this. People have just been incessantly, I read all your comments. I sit there during the shows. We hear y'all talking. Y- you look like you got what you wanted. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm like, where you know, I wish Adam Barnhart could dream walk into my body right now so he could <laughs> Daredevil uh, pop Daredevil vibes in this. So I, I'm excited to see what what they got. And they didn't pay eight billion dollars or whatever for or eight what is it eight billion dollars for Hulu like yeah Nintendo? for no reason. They're they're putting all the effort behind this stuff, man. I'm really excited to see. Jana, what about you? What do you think about this trailer? As soon as we saw Fisk, just like, just the posture that D'Onofrio has in that first shot with the white suit, I was like, oh, we're we're like, let's go. This is going to be amazing. I... I like how this tonally feels like its own thing as much as it feels like Daredevil. It doesn't just feel like we're reskinning Daredevil and putting the same sort of vibe onto Echo. It still feels like its own vibe, but it is dark. It is gritty. I was not prepared for how gritty even this trailer would be. And I I just think it's so exciting. And I don't know. I I already liked what we got of Echo in Hawkeye, but I think like this is going to take it so much further. Um, yeah, uh, I, when I first watched this, uh, at the trailer thing, I literally turned to a friend next to me and went, and for those who listen, uh, in podcast form, it was like a jaw drop, eyeball shock face. I couldn't believe it. And like, I, I've said this before. I, I never finished Daredevil. It was not my thing. I never, I couldn't really get into it, but I'm now I'm like, okay, Jamie, you have until January to finally watch seasons two and three. Um, I've seen season one multiple times trying to, 
because I'm like, oh, it's been so long. I guess I got to go back again. Uh, and that's my fault. My, 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 like my biggest problem. Um, but like, I've seen, I've seen Hawkeye so much and I'm like, this doesn't look like it's connected to Hawkeye at all, which is kind of fun. Other than like, obviously Maya and then him, you see his eye patch and it's, it seems to me and based on what, what I've seen already that this show is going to jump around in time. Um, for sure, uh, because we're gonna get some of her relationship with Fisk uh, from from childhood. Man, that ice cream vendor—I'm not saying he deserved it, but he kind of deserved it. <laughs> what he got? Like, you're gonna like mock a deaf child? Yeah, you're gonna get your ass beat. Sorry. Um, <laughs> like, like, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just think it's really cool that they're not afraid to go to go like all in on it because some comics are like action heavy and violent and uh and you should be true to like these characters and stuff um i will say though one thing that maya will not have i I, in her in the comics she has the power to mimic anybody and uh and sydney freeland was like that's lame we're not doing that (laughs) so taskmaster qualities are just not actually ever brought to the mcu (laughs) but uh no the shot of kingpin with the with the uh where is it with the eye patch i mean that's straight mm-hmm. up comic you know what i mean mm-hmm. it is it is cool to see that stuff the stuff from the comics it does make it it is understandable that some stuff from the comics doesn't make it like what works in one medium doesn't necessarily translate to another i thought this trailer was good i thought it made me m- more interested in maya's story than anything from hawkeye did and i that's not to say i wasn't interested in maya in hawkeye but this trailer alone shows like i, I there's the the story was interesting and set up in hawkeye how you saw her as a kid. You saw Kingpin come take her away uh, and be part of her life. And now getting to really see that and get these plugs from Hawkeye, the connections, obviously she shot him in the face, just like she did in the comics at the end of Hawkeye. And it was like, well, we all know Kingpin's not dead. Surprise, he's not dead. And now he's back with an eye patch. So it'd be really cool to see all that play out. I'm curious, is this going to be the project where we see that Fisk bought Avengers Tower? Who knows? <laughs> uh, there's a shot of Daredevil. It's a blink and you miss it shot of Daredevil in this trailer. That I'm trying to find here so we could all just admire Daredevil because it seems that he's in his red suit here, which is While exciting. While you're looking for that, I will say, I, I think that it's really smart how much they leaned into Fisk in this trailer. Mm-hmm. Because that is what people want for the most part. Um, And and I really think that he's going to play a pretty big role in this show. I don't think that Daredevil is going to be in a lot of this show based mm-hmm. on what I've seen. Um, So I don't think everyone should get like super hyped uh that it's like this is like the charlie cox show but i will say i have seen a daredevil scene and you won't be disappointed i'll just say that you won't be disappointed jamie we're gonna talk off show because i need to (laughs) learn more uh this is the shot right here where he's clearly that's that's him jumping away is that who's he fighting i can't oh i know (laughs) <laughs> oh. well then jamie can't answer <laughs> okay all right all right so daredevil's fighting somebody I-, I can't tell like if that's a bad guy if that's maybe he's f- I- it's so blurry is that echo herself i just such a blurry character in the background my guesses are probably are probably are... oh and there he goes oh. again um. i mean <laughs> We're just not allowed to talk about Daredevil. No, like, I, talk about Charlie. See, I was gonna, I was gonna jokingly be like, "Oh, he's fighting Big Wheel or Stiltman or something." Like, let me just throw the completely like out of left field option here. But Aaron, what are your theories if you have one? It's Leapfrog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out to Leapfrog. Um, I don't know. There's so many nameless, faceless people who get just served up in Daredevil's and all the Daredevil seasons, and she home too, unfortunately. So I'm. 
hoping that whoever this guy is, he has the company insurance player for the henchman. He's gonna. Need <laughs> I I yeah, this is gonna be good stuff. Uh, this I think that it's. It, I'm seeing on social media. I'm seeing in the comment section, people are already more excited about this than it seemed they were before. And I've been teasing the MCU is gonna chalk up some dubs in the coming weeks between Loki, between some stuff, some stuff, some. He can't talk about him. I yeah, know. He can't do it. Foggy, he can't talk Foggy's about back him. There. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, he's like, don't, right don't say too much. Don't literally. In the background. Uh, but it, it, it is a lot of forward momentum. I watched you guys last night on Phase Zero. It was great. Uh, as I, <laughs> Once I got home from where I was. And I was like, oh, man. The enthusiasm in the comments and from other people is just infectious. Like this, that. We have the Marvels in a couple days. It's going to be a wild couple weeks here, you know? Absolutely. Um, so I, yeah, Jamie, I'm, I'm very curious about like the press event thing and kind of like what you learned from it. And I know yeah. BD's probably curious too. So, um, yeah, great. Um, there's so, really so much to talk about. And first and foremost, what I think is really interesting is that Sydney Freeland really drove the point home that Maya's a villain. Um, you know, and and the term "birth of a villain" was used a lot. We did. I did see a flashback to her childhood that um, was very a very big formative moment for her. And it's funny because at one point uh, she did call the show an exploration of trauma, and I was like, just what we need in the MCU. <laughs> More grief and trauma, but like because uh, of, of what I've seen, I'm still interested in that. Like, uh, you know, it's okay to go darker. Uh, I would like some lighter stuff soon, uh, just because of what we have been getting, um, and it has been kind of a sad era. But, um, but I, it's it is really promising uh, in in that regard. Are you guys ready for more trauma? I'm ready for Nicole to write her next like trauma <laughs> think piece and to just like help us through therapy. I I think like with Echo in particular. I feel like because she's a character who hasn't up until this point even had her own solo comic like she has just been on the periphery she's been this anti-hero kind of like sometimes a villain sometimes she's not I like that we're getting the trauma angle from that perspective I think that there's a potential for that to be really interesting I also feel like the Marvels is about to be pretty light it feels like the trailers are, are keeping it pretty light so I'm all for some darkness the only thing that I ended up really enjoying out of Secret Invasion was the tone especially in the earlier episodes I'm all for this, man. I, I think it's awesome to see that Marvel is proving they're not afraid to do the TVMA thing. I gave up on the microphone, by the way. So I'm just <laughs> out here. That thing was unplugged. At least we can hear you now. So yeah, yeah, you sound good be, to me. Yeah. So it might not be as crispy, crunchy ASMR level of mic quality. But uh, yeah, I just, I'd rather be able to talk. Um, but I'm, I'm all for maturity. Aaron, what do you think about getting some darkness I mean, there are certainly people who who want it. Um, are you, are you up, not? You're not that person, though. I am not. I am not that person. <laughs> I will watch it, and I'm excited that Lock Fox getting her showcase. I'm excited for all the native fans. I like. I talked to so many people who are of native descent, like about this show and how excited they were, and they were afraid it just wasn't going to come out because of everything else that's happened. But she's going to get her moment, and that's really awesome. And I'm Speaking of that real quick, Jamie had a point about that because I, I know that one of the things they kept talking about at the event you went to was the authenticity of it. There was so much discussion about the authenticity, both in terms of deaf representation and native representation. And in terms of the native, Sydney Freeland is Navajo and um, and Maya is uh, Choctaw. And so they actually, um, Sydney Freeland and, and all of her department heads went to Oklahoma for the Choctaw Nation um, and and they met and they and they made sure that they understood all of, you know, all of their the, the culture and everything. And Sydney even said, she's like, I'm Navajo. I'm not Choctaw. I, I don't I don't 
know everything about them. That's not how it works. But she did grow up on a reservation. She talked about how she grew up on a reservation reading comics, which to me is like makes her the perfect person to make this show. I think that's awesome. We're also going to be getting some flashbacks to Maya's ancestors, which you can kind of see in the trailer. There's some black and white moments. And I like that because that's what I loved about Ms. Marvel. I really love how, um, you know, these these newer shows are really exploring some interesting history. And, um, and our history in that area isn't always great. Um, there's a new movie out about that right now. So um, it, it, I'll be interested to see um, where they take it. But I don't think it's just going to be darkness in that regard either. I think it's also going to be a celebration of the Chacha people. And I think that's really neat. I got I mean, goosebumps. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to spend time um, with like Maya's family and just everyone around her. Those scenes look really cool. And also that big old person walking out of the tent looks like a force to be reckoned with. Oh my God. I, I'm excited to meet these new characters. Uh, what else we got here? Hulu and Disney Plus is interesting. That's that's an interesting. We've kind of touched on that, but that's one of the points we had down here. What were going to say? I would just, I, I also want to add in terms of representation, which they talked about in terms of the deaf community and everything and how they talked about how they filmed the show and how everything is pretty much like on Maya. Everything is there to serve Maya um, in a way that, you know, when your lead is deaf, and you're working with, you know, a lot of subtitles and all these things, um, there, there's a, a lot to take into consideration. And they, and it's very clear that they, that they made this show again to serve her and, and everything about her. And I think that's really cool. I say, I have, this is a personal experience I have in interviewing a Lockwood Cox. This is like a learning experience that, and it's like a habit that I had to break because I interviewed a Lockwood Cox at D23, I think it was. And so there's a, an interpreter, a sign language person who's going to come with them and they give you the instruction of, hey, hold the mic to me it's because when she's signing, I will talk back. But I just out of instinct, I was like, I just hold the mic out after I ask my question. They're like, oh, crap. okay. So it's going to be, I mean, just those little things. Like that's a little thing that I got to learn on how to properly interview somebody who is, is deaf. And I was like, okay, wow. I, I feel like I don't want to, I feel like that was almost disrespectful to me. Like crap. And I started panicking because like, Oh my God, I'm supposed to. Hold. And then the interpreter who is clearly like experienced this many times will take my hand and put it in front of themselves just very subtly. That's their job. And I'm like, Oh my God, thank you. Because and it's just going to be like interesting things like that to hear that on set, they accommodated all these things that had to be accommodated. The show is probably going to represent a lot of things that we don't see represented in this genre. And I think it's be really cool to learn things like that. Uh, with, with Echo, and I think this show looks good at just overall. I like this climbed my rankings so so swiftly today. Uh, what else we got? Anything else we want to talk about before uh, with, with today's trailer? Um, was there anything that they said at the press event about Daredevil? Because I know, like, the people probably want to know. So, <laughs> well, it was funny because at one point, uh, Sydney she goes. She goes, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I love the Netflix Daredevil. And then everyone's like, yeah, you can say it. And then she she basically uh, she basically said that because um, somebody asked, like, this looks more like Daredevil than it does a Disney Plus show. Is that, you know, part of it? And she did say that, like, especially, you know, the Daredevil fight that you see in the trailer, she wanted to make sure it was like a nod to the daredevil show and that dictated the tone a bit is what she said now when when in that regard i don't think that there are going to be story ties to daredevil but i definitely think that like tone wise and everything they they totally took influence from the show so um they, they were not shy of admitting that that this is an influenced by netflix 
That's exciting. That's good news, in my opinion. And I think that honestly, this get this this scene where Kingpin is beating this guy up at the trash can. I know. It kind of reminded me of Steve Rogers in the first scenes of the, of the first <laughs> Avenger. <laughs> don't don't get into an alley with a Marvel character in a trash can because you're probably going to regret it. Yeah, I was just thinking of little skinny Steve getting beat up. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, that was not little skinny Steve. That's a bad man, and no bad deed goes unpunished, according to Echo. Well, I feel I've said all I need to say. It, without watching the trailer a hundred times, it's hard to dive into like Easter eggs and all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, but so I'm all, I'm all set to just wrap this up. Aaron, you got anything else you want to add to today's Echo Immediate Reaction episode? I'm excited to see all of everybody actually turn on this in real time. That is always fun. Also, shout out to the one of the writers of Blade for refuting that report already. So wait till things come out. And then we react. Maybe. <laughs> Probably not because it's internet, but I can dream. I thought you were just going to hit me with and I told you so about no, it. No. Thank you. Uh, Jenna. I, I am so excited for this show now, like even more. So I'm also very curious how this is going to work as a binge. I Like, is it going to be overwhelming? Is it going to be satisfying? How is that going to flow? Because just based off this trailer, I'm probably going to want to binge it anyway, but I'm very curious to see that aspect of it. But this show looks amazing. This is going to be so much fun to cover. January 10th binge. I really hope for the sake of our jobs, they send all the episodes and not just like send four <laughs> and then we have to binge the last two before we can even do our show. We got to figure out how we're going to cover Echo because... I don't think we're going to do episode by episode breakdowns. They're all available. So it's just like, okay, well, January 10th, at what time? When do we, do? we'll figure it out. We'll have we'll six go. hour phase zero. Let's go. Oh, God, just a telethon. Yeah. Yes. All together and building Lego Avengers Tower. Jamie, any last words for today's show? Yeah. The only other thing I want to say that Sydney Freeland said that I thought was, it was nice to hear was she called her experience working with Marvel Studios overwhelmingly positive. She said she felt really supported and she said that she's worked on shows where, where she had less freedom than she did with this. And that, you know, we, we, we've been hearing a lot of stuff about Marvel lately. Uh, and it was nice to hear uh, something, especially from a woman creator that was so positive. Um, but uh, other than that, I'm, hyped this everything about that i've seen this trailer uh i cannot wait january is right around the corner it's almost 2024 it's it, oh my gosh it's already november 3rd og Fortnite is back uh so i have to go for that reason now i'm about to actually interview eric martin the writer on loki after last night's phenomenal episode if you have not yet listened to our loki podcast please go do that we have a huge uh an analysis of the news dump from wednesday on our Wednesday episode of Phase Zero. We have our Wednesday show coming up next week. We have the Loki season finale on Thursday night, which we do live on our YouTube channel. And we have the Marvel's bonus episode coming Friday, full spoilers, full review. We also have a bonus episode, very likely have a bonus episode uh, on Sunday or Monday for another movie thing that's happening. That It's not the Marvel's. Um, it's just a tangled web we're weaving here and teasing it to you. So we'll see you then to talk about something else, kind of like we did today. See you there. Subscribe to the channel. Leave us a five-star review. Play our show for your mom and play it for your dog. And just keep our views going up. They're going up. We're happy. We appreciate it. So thank you. Uh, congrats to the MCU on some wins. And hopefully next week there's even more. Later. <laughs>